Welcome to part two of Health System CIO's podcast interview with Chris Belmont, CIO at Memorial Hospital at Gulfport. In this segment, Belmont talks about the need to focus more on being a service provider and less on being a supplier of technology, the critical role leaders play in thinking long-term, even during a pandemic, and the valuable lessons he learned when he stepped away from the CIO role. And so what do you think or were some of really your initial priorities that you really wanted to kind of focus on first? Again, I think it's moving away from being a supplier of technology into a, being an asset to the organization and how do we provide more services. You know, we had a liaison program, a physician liaison program to help them with adoption, but it was more about onboarding and the initial training and not really the optimization and how do we make their practice better. You know, I think understanding where we can enhance some of the system functionality, for example, building a a stronger telemedicine service offering, taking the portfolio that we have and really taking advantage of it. For example, we have Health Catalyst uh, and EPSDI for our, our analytics platforms, but we're using them for individual point solutions and we really aren't using it as a, an enterprise solution. So growing the use of those and again, not dwelling on Health Catalyst or EPSI, but how do we yeah. provide data services for the whole organizations? things like that, you know, and then how do we function more as a system, as a capital S system, you know, Memorial as a, as a health system, because we have a hundred different sites and numerous physicians, quite a few nurse practitioners, a lot of community physicians we own. It'll be interesting to see how this dynamic unfolds, but we own three nursing homes as well, which, you know, it's, it's a different type of business operation, but it's really not, you know, they're, they're basically tenants and not patients, but, there's no reason why we can't treat them with the same level of wellness and care as we would the rest of our community. So that's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, yeah, it is. And when you mentioned about not getting caught up in, in this particular product or vendor, so is that because it, it can just kind of limit the thinking of what we can do like as a whole? Yeah, I think when you talk about Cerner, you, what's the saying when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail? And the reality yeah. is go after the solution, I, I would argue that with the portfolio of tools I have, we don't have nearly as many tools as we had at Oshner and, and MD Anderson, but I think the functionality, we have all the piece parts. We just have to leverage them appropriately and not pick the wrong tool for the job. And, you know, also look at the timing of it and the opportunity. So EPSI is doing a really good job with our budgeting and cost management. Why would I necessarily shift that on the other hand? For telehealth, for example, we had four or five different pieces. We're using everything from FaceTime on an iPhone to or DocSeeMe for some of the telehealth, but it wasn't integrated with the EMR. So then you say, okay, well, how do I look at this from a different perspective? So it's not a, again, it's not about adding systems. It's about leveraging systems. It's about leveraging what we have. You know, we, we're a longtime partner with our time attendance vendor, API, and they do a lot more functionality on things like scheduling and labor management, but we haven't even talked about that because we see them as a time and attendance vendor and not as a, a provider of good data to manage, you know, our workforce. Right. Yeah. And the whole idea of, of really functioning as a health system, I can't imagine that that's an easy thing when, like you said, you have so many different locations and, um, I would think that that really has to be kind of a long-term strategy, but how do you kind of get started with that? 
Well, you know, our, my role is somewhat of as a facilitator is bringing the parties together. You know, one of the things I've realized over my career is that people get so focused in their, I hate to call it this, but their vertical or their day mm. job that it sometimes takes someone like, like the CIO or some other initiative or some other compelling moment to say, hey, let's step back and think bigger and longer. COVID yeah. has forced me to think in the moment and week to week, not knowing what's going to happen next. And, and, you know, it's been going on for so long that it's almost becoming the operating pattern, you know, but every now and then we have to take time to, to back up and think long-term, you know, what is the next acquisition look like? How do we make our acquisitions a little more efficient um, and predictable? How do we look at our physicians, you know, Cerner's got some very powerful tools to look at provider efficiency and provider productivity. And how do we find those physicians that could benefit and go out there and help them be more successful to allow them to see either one more patient or have a better work-life balance because of the burnout. Um, so yeah. it's sometimes you have to be the, you know, the facilitator, the group leader, whatever you want to call it. But then when you get them in a room and it happened Friday morning, it's beautiful. Um, when you get them in the room and you start the conversation with these other leaders, good things happen. But they just, they, we need to have a reason to get together uh, because we're so busy yeah. the day to day. Yeah, sure. Even you be saying, um, you got to take time to sharpen the saw. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so tricky because nobody knew that this would still be going on to this extent now. So it's not, it's, it's yeah. different from any other disaster, I guess, right? <laughs> Yeah, and it'd be great to know if PIMS will happen next year or, you know, if Mardi yeah, Gras will happen sure. next year or, you know, we just don't know. It has to be interesting for you being uh, in the path of Oshner's. It does, but, you know. a different uh, perspective. Well, you know, and if you look at it from a community perspective, you know, they do their thing really well and, and we do our thing really well. We have some very loyal patients and providers here. So, you know, I think if we can, you know, take care of the community together and, maybe have some healthy coopetition and the patients really are the ones that need to benefit from it. And we have and some other you, partners um, you know, with MMC up our university medical center up in uh, Jackson. And we have some other providers and employers we're working with too. So we've got a lot to do. We can't, yeah. you know, can't lose sight of our buddies to the, to the East or the West. Sure. And so when you think about that, the time that you had in different roles, you know, whether it was HCI group or Iris, how do you think that that affects your role now and kind of how you look at things? Well, it's, I'm, I think less of the systems and the technology and more about the business, which I think mm -hmm. is, is good because you think about the analytics, you know, you think about the finances with Iris, for example, you know, we had to move from being a startup to being a commercially viable organization. And how do you make those leaps away from being one hospital, for example, or a smaller system to a much larger system? And you think yeah. about those those shifts and those cultural shifts and the, the talent needed to take you to that level versus the talent that got you here. So I, I think a lot of the experience have um, helped. With the HCI group, you know, it, it was ability for me to get out and, and visit a lot of organizations and get caught up on what's going on in the health industry. And while a lot has changed, a lot hasn't. <laughs> so um, yeah. Sure. You know, a lot of organizations are still struggling with things like cost and talent and uh, overcoming that EMR um, hangover. And, and, you know, we're, we're doing the same thing. So, yeah. 
all things change, yeah. but they all stay the same. So. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. Um, I think I should probably let you go since we're already up against 11, but um, yeah, if you want to talk more, let me know. Um, you know, I love what you do and you know, you get some good messages out. So anything I can do to help, let me know. That's one of the things I'm excited oh, about getting back plugged yeah. in and into the little journey we have here. Yeah. We're glad that you're back. Um, just as a quick side note, I was a NICU mom. I had twins in the NICU oh. for a month. So tell your wife and daughter that they, they ah. do such incredible work and I'm forever grateful. <laughs> yeah. Cause they were both at Oshner when I was there and I would ever think I was having a tough day in IT, which in perspective, I had no tough days compared to them. I would just go visit yeah. one of them and then just watch what they did every day for, for 12 hours and realize that, wow, that, that's the important <laughs> stuff. On the other hand, you know, I, when I took them to Epic, I don't know if I really helped my wife. She'd been there for 30 years at the time. And I think I accelerated her retirement, frankly, uh, by taking her to Epic. She's right, real comfortable. Right. On the other hand, my daughter is just, you know, loving, loving the, the automation. So. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So um, how old was your, is your baby? Was, how, oh, how so they're, they're now, the twins are now eight. Oh, um, twins. Nice. Yeah. They arrived early, even for twins. It was a whole thing, but you know, you, you don't forget these things, how, how they all, yeah. how they all were and how they, they treated us. So, yeah. yeah. And it's real rewarding and, and it doesn't happen as much, um, obviously now, but we would be at a restaurant or a mall or just one day where we're just walking in the neighborhood and, um, and a mother pushing their stroller came up to Kay and says, are, are you Kay from Oshner? And says, yeah, you took Hi. care of my baby. And, you know, it just, oh. And again, it, yeah. you know, it humbles me because yeah. that's important stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. All well, right. thanks again for your time. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll be in touch. Okay. Take care. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.